Hello everyone, this is Aditya Mehta and you are listening to podcast on personality development. Most of us wants to live a life with no tension, explore the world, explore cultures, explore different adventures and follow our passion. But how much of us are really planning to achieve that lifestyle? I know right it's difficult but a proper planning can always help you and today to guide us with this particular thing we have an expert and she is a dynamic entrepreneur fueled by a blend of science and creativity a unique combination right interesting thing is that she has another combination that is being an entrepreneur she is also a songwriter and a singer hopefully we are going to listen some of her originals today she might sing live today i don't know i'll request her and she is also an aspiring person who wants to inspire people to follow their passion and live a happy life so hold on to your excitement guys because intro music is going to play till the time I'll go get her on this show. In the meanwhile, what you can do is click on the link in the description to join our WhatsApp community because you can now ask questions to the upcoming experts of this podcast. It's amazing, right? Also, you get free tips, tricks, stories which I share on that community. So what are you waiting for? intro music is going to play now click on the link join the community and here we go hello and welcome back to today's episode where we have an entrepreneur who can write songs and sing them and she is an amazing person please allow me to welcome a person who aspires to inspire others to pursue their passions reaching for the stars with her life experience as a guide so yes here she is alakai samon hey alakai what's up how are you doing Hello, hello. I'm happy to be here, share some stories and info with you all and just kind of had a good conversation about life, you know, and the passions that we all have and want to explore. Wonderful. Although Alakai, uh, you have really mentioned this to me while we had a pre-recording session that you have been to many podcast, but tell me honestly, has there been a wonderful introduction like this one? Honestly, I was sitting here listening to it and I thought this has got to be the most interesting introduction I've heard. I love the WhatsApp community. Everyone needs to get on that. That sounds amazing. Let's just continue this vibe of bringing people the tips and tricks they need so we can all be in this together, right? To move forward and invite hopefully guests like myself to come in here and and do some chats, but that's you people should be looking up to you on that for sure of course. on podcasts people should be looking up at the experts who are sharing values 
so that uh, the values can be added in the minds of the learners and further they can become the value additional in different people's life. So it doesn't matter whether it's me, you or any other expert. I always invite expert to share their wisdom on the community. So yeah, you are always welcome on that. And thank you so much for this wonderful gesture of yours. I was, I, I normally just joke around for with the experts that how did they like and all these things but that was really a kind gesture a really nice words which which you spoke so thank you so much for that however alakai what i gave as an introduction it it just seems like a trailer for for a person who has done a lot of things in her life so I would really love if you can give a detailed brief introduction about yourself to the listeners. Absolutely. So I'm Alakai Simone. I've done a various amount of things through my life. We all kind of have our different stories and how we grew up and evolved. I'll say that I'm someone who at a very young age, I was singing and doing music, but also really excelling in math and sciences. And I got to this point when I got into high school, where it was, hmm, what should I do? Should I pursue my passions in music? Or should I go into engineering or apply sciences? That's a total left brain, right brain conflict. I feel mm. very blessed that I can have both sides. And I've kind of spent my whole life figuring out how to interweave those two pieces of me through all of my decisions and in my constant quest to get, you know, fulfillment in, in what I want in life. So I did go engineering <laughs> and I studied aerospace engineering, went into industry, got a corporate job and designed spacecraft and learned so much, you know, going through that part of my career. But in the meantime, I made sure to start writing music and pursuing art learning how to make murals and you know i had kind of like these side personal life projects outside of work that i made sure to keep building together but when you have that or if you're the type of person who i don't know i feel like i'm always just like what's the next thing what am i striving for or you know one specific example i really want to record my album i've spent all these years you know, building music on the side, how do I make that more of my life? How do I be successful at work, but have more fulfillment outside of work? And that how, 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 how just kept becoming bigger. Mm. And I, I got into my early to mid twenties and I said, if I don't figure out how I'm never going to get there, I need a plan. You know, I didn't know at the time that my whole life story was kind of building up all, all, all of this experience and, and knowledge into figuring out how to make that plan, but I did. And I struggled through it. I, I didn't, I didn't walk into creating a life plan saying, you know what I'm going to do in 10 years, I'm going to write it all down in a book and share with the world. Like <laughs> that was never the plan, but over the last 10 plus years, I've been building up techniques and developing a way to try to make a plan to live a more fulfilling life and to, to achieve those goals, to, to look at success differently and, and figure out how to get there. And through that, I've written a book and it's called Conquer Your Summit, 
how to build a five-year plan and live your best life. So you can get that on pretty much any platform where you find books, <laughs> whatever that might be, whether it's online or Amazon or, or other various areas, um, other various areas. Anyway, the point is, is it was, it was really great to take all of this interesting life intricacies the, the and the desire for fulfillment and bring it, bring my story to life in a way that could help others, which is part of what I want to fill my life purpose to be is to reach out and help others in whatever way I can, because that's all we could do, right? We, we, we should all just be more in the community and, and want to live more life. So that's, that's my story and why I'm here right now talking to you is how can I share some of my message and, and hopefully help any of you who want to listen to increase your fulfillment? Well, that's fantabulous. I would say, uh, I mean, I can completely say this, that this has by far has been the greatest life story I've ever heard in less than two minutes. So that's that's really fantabulous. And I loved it a lot. However, I do have questions on that. And you see, I normally ask questions and that's kind of my job as well, being a podcast host. So I, I do ask a lot of questions. But the very first thing which I would like to ask is, being an aerospace designer, there is a huge amount of workload which people have, especially in that area. And everything has to be precisely right as well, because you're creating a design and then it goes into engineering as well. So the designs has to be really precise. Okay. Even I would say by millimeter by millimeter, it has to be precise. As far as I know, uh, I might be wrong over here, but maybe I'm right. No, you're well. totally right. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. totally right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Thank you so much for correcting that. However, you know, being in the industry, being in the industry where you have to make sure that you are working to the perfection, which is going to take long hours of yours. And even though when you are into that kind of industry, you really made sure that you fulfill your personal goals in life as well, which is truly amazing. But people would like to know how did you do that? Uh, the, the reason why I'm asking this question is because in India, especially uh, people do travel for more than two hours in a day to commute to their office. And after that, there is like a nine, 10 hour job. And when they return home, they are completely exhausted. Okay. Like they don't have any energy left in their body. And then they, they don't actually go for personal goals, but all they wish is to get some good amount of sleep. So how did you do it? And what tips or what insights you would like to give to the people who are in these kind of work culture and environment. Absolutely. So, you know, you're 100% right. Uh, being in aerospace, it was a lot of work. I had a lot of very, very long days. I can relate with the amount of time it takes to, to one, get on long commutes, two, have, you know, a job that can be very demanding, and three, the exhaustion that comes from 
going through all of that every day or, you know, having extra jobs on top of that, it's very hard. And 100% you're exhausted. How do you build energy to, to build past that? And my answer to that is it's, and it's, I know it's not what people, it's, it's about planning <laughs> and mm. you might not want to hear that, but think about it this way for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, the bounds of your, your, I guess the constraints of what you can do in your plan or in your week or in your day. And it doesn't mean that every single day I got home and was like, okay, what am I going to do for personal growth today? How am I going to engage with my community today? It doesn't work like that. What I had to learn, and that's why I was struggling. I was like so frustrated. I'm not making progress on recording my album. I'm not making progress on going out and doing gigs for music or I, you know, I'm, I haven't made art recently and I would just get so frustrated because that's that like happiness, passion, fulfillment that we're looking for when the reality is we have so many hours of sleeping and working that we're, you know, stri- striving to just get through. And I got to that how moment, how, how, how to do this. And I realized I needed to visualize. I needed to, to, to take time away. So I did have to say, all right, I've got to find a four hour block, a half day, a one day, whatever you can spare, separate myself away from that day-to-day churn. And and I escaped. I actually, you know, I got in my car and I, I went somewhere. I spent a, in my case, it was a weekend, but I spent time away from my home saying this time, this, I call it the summit method in my book. And it's all about this summit event. This time is where you separate yourself from the, the hustle and bustle of life. And you look at life high level all the way to the details. And the high level is setting your goals, right? I wanted to do what, you know, what did I want to do in music? What did I want to do for health? What did I want in spirituality? What did I want for my family? So, you know, I would go through personal growth. What financial freedom, what financial goals I had? What, What goals did I have for my career? And what goals did I have for my community, my family, my friends, you know, the people I'm surrounded by at a high level, at a five-year level? What, what are some big thoughts I had for myself? And, you know, I, I opened up a spreadsheet and I kind of laid it out. You know, I didn't have all the templates of the summit method mm-hmm. at the time. As I said, it took, you know, 10 years to develop kind of what I really was doing. But yeah. the, the advice I have is you have to, in whatever format you need, I have templates for it on my website and in my book, but, you know, whatever template you need to just look at five years and say, what would I like to do or accomplish in there? Are there certain mini goals? Let's say you, I'll use myself as an example. I'm trying to record an album and release, you know, a music album. That's a big goal. What are the mini steps that I need to get there? Well, I need to write music. I need to record music. I need to understand how to publish it. I need to learn about marketing. And, you know, so I start listing out all the, the mini goals or the sub steps to reach that higher level, ambiguous passion. We all have different passions. And then I said, okay, how do I piece in those mini goals over time? What do I want to do in year one? What I want to do in year two, year three, et cetera. And then that's, that's the five-year plan. That's the high level five-year plan, but that's not good enough. And it's not going to answer your main question, which is when you're driving yourself to the ground every day, how how do you just look at some high, high level five-year plan and, and make progress? Well, 
You have to then funnel that down a bit into a two-year action plan. And you take that two-year plan and you actually look at each month. So now you're looking at you know all 24 months and you're saying, okay, based on the five-year plan, based on these larger mini goals that I've you know plugged in, what should I do in this, this two years, the now and two, two years forward each month? What's an activity or what's a, an even smaller sub-step goal that I could be working towards in month one, in January, in February, in March? And sometimes you might be working towards the same thing. It might be, I'm going to write my first song and I'm going to, I'm going to write my first song for, for five months. I don't know. I'm making this up, but you know, you basically each month you say, What's, where am I inserting that mini step? And you're being realistic because you know you have either a demanding job or a family to take care of or things that you need to do in your life. You, we, we, we all can't just go frolicking through the hills and, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, ha- have fun all the time as much as we want to. <laughs> um, and so you funnel into that two year plan. And now you're, you have something, one thing, you know, that, that one kind of thought goal per month that you're looking at. And, and that is what can help you when you are, you know, going through days like the day that you described, because when you do have five minutes or two hours, you know, in a commute or whatever it might be, and you have some time to spare, the question is, are you going to look at that plan and see visualization like, wow, if I just make progress on this one thing this month, I am now making a step closer to the higher level plan. That's a lot easier to chew on. That's a lot easier to, to funnel in that one step when you have such a busy life and you're, and you're tired and you're trying to just you know make it in certain ways. Don't make it be about looking up at the sky at this huge goal or where you want to be in life. And let it be a burden on your soul. Break it down into tiny pieces that are bite-sized. Look at it at a month level and say, what am I doing this month? And when you get in the car, ask yourself, what am I doing today? You know, or you get on the train or you get on whatever you're doing each day. What am I going to do today? That's maybe a micro step towards there. And maybe Mm. you don't make a micro step today. That is okay, right? We have to forgive ourselves a little bit and just... Do our best to visually check in and try to do one thing towards that goal. Hopefully that that helps. That's, you know, you just got to make sure you look high level, break it down and have tiny bite-sized pieces and you will get there because you'll start getting excited about the plan and then you can, you know, accelerate the plan. But that that's my advice. Wow. That's really nicely explained. Uh I can really relate to that, honestly, because uh, even I go to different cafes and, you know, somewhere around, at least not at my home, but on weekends, I'll go outside and I'll be writing my book, which I'm writing right now. Uh, Hopefully I'll complete it. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I have been doing as well. So that's, you know, completely relatable as well. And since I am from the IT industry and I can completely understand that one project needs to be divided into different pieces so that 
you can actually achieve those smaller goals very easily and in in basically our industry it is also known as the waterfall mode model uh where it's it's kind of the software development life cycle where we actually divide the task and make it into different steps which is known as a waterfall model uh and then there are different kind of models but i i really relate like the example which you gave really relates with the waterfall model like go step by step complete each goal a smaller ones and in the meantime in in let's say 5 years you might not even realize how easy that was because you were only focusing on the smaller goals and that got achieved and later on the bigger bigger goal uh, actually got achieved very easily i think that's that's what i kind of got from what you answered you can always correct me if i'm somewhere misjudging your answer or if somewhere i'm misleading the listeners uh by being misleading no 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 that's so, perfect that's perfect <laughs> yeah thank you thank you so much uh however i have one follow up question over here okay you said that it's fine to forgive yourself but how many times do we need to forgive ourselves like that's a really important question as well because you see like as human beings okay we tend to procrastinate things which is not immediately urgent to us okay so we know what is immediately urgent to us and that is feeding our family or uh, the financial goals which we have we want to earn money we we want to make sure that we give full performance in our office and all these things these are kind of immediate requirements which we have in our lives those things which are not the immediate requirements we tend to procrastinate that as well so the question would be how many times should we forgive ourselves and if we are forgiving ourselves and not taking those micro steps very frequently what should we actually do so that we can take those steps literally very frequently throughout the week or throughout the month I love this question. So how many times should you forgive yourself? Well, the answer I have for this, you know, you you might not like it, but <laughs> it's perfect because it has it dives so deep into humans and kind of like how we work, right? So we are our minds and our minds are only ours as in I can't read your mind. And so we we escape in our minds so easily and i talk about the mind here because i think the mind is so integral in this concept of forgiving yourself or letting yourself off the hook or because it, it's all part of an internal conversation you're having you know with yourself and your mind and so you know while the mind is this beautiful sandbox that we needed we need that mind in order to create the beautiful like five year plan and the high level goals and and what ideas we have as the many steps to get there we 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 really need that beautiful mind and and everything that comes to you know your thoughts yeah. but your mind can also be <laughs> an enemy <laughs> so what yeah. happens is it's so easy for us to create excuses or 
you know, figure out ways that we can forgive ourselves over and over and over again, because the mind will allow it. So when you ask the question of, well, wait, how many times can we forgive ourselves? That's when I love to bring in my, you know, one of my best friends <laughs> in the planning uh, phases that I use in my book, which is execution habits. And mm. it's about visualization. So let me give a, a really quick example as to why visualization is my answer to, you know, how, we, wh- how many times we can forgive ourselves. But when you look at data, right, D- data can't lie to you. I mean, if it's wrong data, it's lying to you. But for the case of this example, you know, data usually is something that is recorded and it's factual. So when you have a high level goal or a month that funnels to a monthly goal and down to what am I trying to do today? That's actually perfect for data. I like to put on a paper on my wall, on my nightstand, the mirror in the bathroom, wherever it might be, that reminds me that this is the vision you came up with, Alakai. This is the goal that you have this month. Remember? Are you working towards this goal? And, you know, I can put a little notch mark on it if it's on the wall with a pen or something that's like, yeah, today I did a little bit towards my goal. And you start seeing that data pile up and you realize at the end of the month, did how many how many notch marks did I have? Did I have one, two, five, 30? And, and all of a sudden you start realizing and seeing data before you. And I'm not saying you have to go and be as diligent as like putting boxes on a wall. Don't, don't get me wrong. You know, you got to do what makes sense for you. But the point is, is by having visual indicators, reminding yourself to look at what your fulfillment really means to remind yourself that when you walk out that door, you may be working towards your financial freedom because you're going to your job. You may be working towards, you know, your career or moving up in a way that you or or, or laterally in a way you want to go because that's part of your career fulfillment. But that that vision board on your wall or a, a journal that you open every morning, it's to remind you of the data points on are you actually making progress? What are you going to make progress on? And that is how you have a course correction with that mind of yours, because you will then know how many times did you forgive yourself? Oh, you know, I'm starting to see, huh, I have managed to find excuses or forgive myself five times this week, five times this month, or, you know, if putting a number to it is too difficult, you will, you know, you'll at least get a sense of how many times. And so while I don't have an exact number for you as an answer, my answer is look at the data of what you actually are doing and what you actually want and remind yourself of the plan regularly. And that is what will help you know if you are forgiving yourself too much. (laughs) Of course, yeah. That's that's an amazing uh, technique which you explained over there. And well... uh listeners can see but i actually wrote it down as well um so that it it literally reminds me so it's it's my habit that i write down each and everything which feels good to me and audience i say this to you every time when you listen to this podcast 
listen to it very intentionally make sure that you are sitting with a book and a pen or a notepad in your mobile phone and write write down some amazing points which is being shared by the guest in this case it's alakai so you know she's sharing some amazing wisdom make sure to note it down i'm sure it's going to worthwhile however if you forget you can always listen to this episode again and again which will definitely make me happy because my listeners numbers are going definitely up so you can do that or you can write it down uh, i would really want if you write it down that's something which always helps for me and i really feel that and i really believe that it will help it it will be a huge help to you as well uh alika this is great uh, having visual indicators uh, to make sure that you get a factual data and from that you can really analyze and remind yourself what you want to achieve and that's really an amazing way when whenever you whenever you wake up basically when you look at that you always remind yourself that this is what i want to achieve and that's that's really amazing however i do have one follow up question again okay and that would be you know there are many people who might have procrastinated enough till the level that they might have given up on their passion for example let's say from last uh, one month i'm trying to wake up at 5 pm in the morning when i don't have my recording sessions of course right so every day i try to wake up at 5 am because it gives me that extra time of the day which i want so it gives me time to exercise it gives it get it gives me time to write a story for my book it gives me good thoughts in the morning uh, but somehow from past one month i am struggling okay and just for an example i am on the edge to give up okay and like this there are many people who might have tried a lot but they have given up until now saying to themselves that it's not going to happen let's not waste time i'm not going to do it and i'm not able to do it so any advice for them which you would like to highlight over here sure first of all i'm really excited about your book <laughs> as a as an author i i'm i'm excited that you're you're working on that goal and that progress so i definitely Thank look you. forward to hearing about it when you do finish that project sure. um sure. as far as you know getting to the point of breaking let's say on on a on a goal or an idea that you have for yourself you know one of the things people say to me often is a five year plan like who makes five year plans and i i can't think about what i'm doing tomorrow let alone five years from now and there's a lot of people who who don't believe in the concept of sitting down and making a five year plan and the reason usually is because people are like well i i change too often or i don't want to build something that i'm held to or you know there's the world is just so dynamic and everything that we get fed in social media and with our communities it just it all bundles up in so many ways and my answer to that is always hold on <laughs> when i say build a 5 year plan figure out your dreams your goals 
funnel that down into mini steps and build those mini steps into this, you know, monthly cadence where you're going to do quarterly check-ins and just make sure you know what you're doing. I'm not saying that because it's set in stone. And I think a lot of society has really pushed us for so many years to say, we shall be this, or we need to be X, Y, and Z. And it brings this mentality of definite mm -hmm. to, to our thoughts. And I built the summit method in a way that it's designed to, to change, to evolve, to move with the ebb and flow of what either life throws at you or you find yourself capable of being or doing. So I built in these three-month check-ins where you may be funneling down your passions and what you want to do. And, and by the way, when I say passion, that's passion for yourself, your family, your job, you know, your financial outlook. You got to look at all four of those things. I'm, I'm not just talking, you know, personal growth <laughs> passions. I mean it all, like your, mm -hmm. your life passions, your full fulfillment. Mm -hmm. But when you look at those and you funnel them down, you have to, every three months, open up the plan, look at your detailed five-year outlook, look at what you wrote in your two-year action plan, look at what you have been doing, and ask yourself, does this still align with where I want to go and what I want to do? When you go through 30 days of saying, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to you know, seize the day and, and do great things, but you, you went through your own check-in. You, you got to a certain point where you said, hmm, do I want to continue doing this goal or this item? Hmm. Yes, no. Why? You know, and, and I go back to data. I go back to recording. I love journaling. I, I love making sure that you put that beautiful mind of yours to work and you say, why? Like, what are some of the root cause thoughts of this? So, you know, you, the answer to your question is, I encourage people actually to, I don't want to say give up. That's not the word I'm trying to say, but <laughs> I encourage people to relook at some of the things they're trying to do hmm. in the spirit of checking in, in the spirit of saying, hmm, I had this goal to get up at 5 a.m. and I've done it most of the time, or I've done it for 30 days. I just don't think I could do it anymore. Why? Why is it? What are some of the barriers that are coming up for you on why you're losing that passion? Why you can't figure out how to pursue that one goal or that one, you know, item you're trying to get towards. Mm -hmm. And if you start doing some of that like root cause analysis, you may find one of two things. You may find one, you figured out your barrier and now you just need to go and remove that barrier or whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden you can go back to trying to pursue getting up at 5 a.m. every day because you removed the barrier, whatever that was. Or two, you really come to a holistic mental space where you realize, hmm, you know, maybe this goal that I had isn't for me anymore. And, and that's okay. Going back to the whole having mental clarity and being okay to say, you know, it's okay to let things go, you know, that can also apply here when you let go of certain items in your plan or you change them, you modify them into a new path, into a new concept. But again, you got to make sure you're at least looking at the data, looking at root cause, checking in because you don't want to 
do that too many times, right? You don't want that to become a cyclical nature where you just continue to maybe not follow through on certain items. That's something that you would track, see, and then be like, hmm, I need to do another root cause analysis <laughs> and figure out why, you know, I'm, you would be having that happen to you. So that, that's what I would say. Is, hmm? Well, wonderfully said. Uh, I completely get that, you know, like asking good questions to yourself and always making sure to let yourself know about why, what was the reason that you had took that plan. Uh, I believe these two questions are really important questions to ask yourself. And just now when you were saying, I really thought of it and, you know, there were many possible reasons which came to my mind as well. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty interesting. And I'm sure people who are listening to this are going to get a lot of uh, answers which they wouldn't like it, but it's fine, you know, because most of the things which uh, doesn't feel tasty to your tongue is always healthy for your body, right? Because like if you eat medicines, that's not tasty, but it helps your body, right? You you eat vegetables and uh, salads, okay? That's not tasty to your tongue, but it's tasty for your body, right? So most of the things which are bitter, it's definitely good for your body. And uh, the things, listeners, which you have found out after asking these questions to yourself, they might be bitter, but they are definitely good for your development. So make sure to take it in a positive way and try to improve on that. That's what my suggestion would be. So make sure to do that and do let me know in the community or you can let me know on my Instagram or via email. Everything is available in the description. Please do let me know. And you can also let Alakai know, okay, like, what has been the plan and how is it going for you? And I'm pretty sure Alika is going to be thrilled after listening to you. But make sure to inform her that you have listened to her on Personality Development Podcast, right? So, uh, Alika, this has been a wonderful conversation and I am really loving it right now. You see, for the entire episode, I was smiling ear to ear listening to you. Uh, so it's it's really amazing to have a, to have an expert on the show uh, who talks more practically rather than just motivating. So I, I really love this conversation. However, uh, since we are at the edge of ending this episode, uh, I would have I, I will have this one request. But before that one request, I would also ask one question, which is being asked by a community member. Okay. And uh, her name is Ishita. And uh, she asked this question. She is asking this question that she is preparing for an examination. She hasn't put the examination name, like what examination she is preparing for. But she is preparing for an examination which is from the creative field. And she is also doing engineering. 
Okay, this is interesting. So, finding time for this creative exam feels very difficult because I have been more into the engineering examination. So, what should I be doing for this creative exam? Because I am more interested towards it and I want to make sure that I excel in both the things, not in only one thing. All right. So, this is a great question. And let's let's dive into it a little bit here. In life, it's important to know when you want to open doors, close doors, or just keep doors, you know, flowing. They're they're just they're already open. You want to keep them open, right? And this is an example that makes me think of that concept, which is, you know, this exam sounds really important for you to keep a door open. You 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 have this doorway into this creative aspect and the exam and the prep for that exam is allowing you to keep going down that hallway and having that open. It also sounds like you've got another open hallway, you know, within, you know, technical, more, you know, science-driven, engineering, et cetera. And, and you're trying to keep that open. And so in life, we do have to ask ourselves, how many hallways, how many open doors do we want to have open <laughs> all, all the time and passing through. And at some point, you know, you have to do some evaluation to decide when is the right time to close a door. You know, I go back to data where it's like, you need to look at where you want to go with that particular opportunity, what that might look like. And if it really excites you and there's so much to grow and learn, and there's a potential where that that might be what you want your bigger focus to be, you know, the biggest hallway <laughs> of all of your open hallways, then don't shut that door. You're going to need to figure out in this temporary time, how you can, you know, hustle to get as much, you know, knowledge and studying in, in to, to do that exam, to keep that hallway open. If that's a hallway that you want to explore, that you want to grow in, and you might want to make it be your main, you know, hallway in life. But if it's not, I mean, you have to take a moment, really center yourself and think about what does the future look like in that particular endeavor? And then same goes to over here, you know, maybe you're, you're full-time, in my case, I was full-time aerospace engineer. That was, I went to school for it. I was going to continue to do that. But at a certain point, I went through my summit method as I do you, I go through the summit event every three months. It's part of, you know, my process. It's part of my book. I did a summit event and all of the data stack that it was time for me to quit my job. It was time for me to leave the aerospace engine engineering industry and do something else to jump headfirst into the unknown, take a short sabbatical and write this book and become a muralist. And to really pursue music and to start in it, I have a, an entrepreneur business that I've been building up with my husband. So I closed a door. I mean, that was a big door. That was my main hallway in life. But I did the analysis and I really did the mental thought process of deciding to change my main hallway and close that door. So I tell you this, you know, analogy because... I can't make this decision for you, obviously, but I'm trying to give you some advice that you should really just take a look at these opportunities in front of you and ask yourself, what do you see beyond, you know, this first 
you know, doorway, if you will. Are there bigger things that you want to explore and do in life? If the answer is yes, then you have to try to figure out how to, you know, get that exam in so that you don't close that door and you keep that creative door open to get more data so that you eventually get to decide, yes, this creative thing is definitely my my number one or my number two. And you start having this balance between engineering and creativity that you can control because you're gathering data one step of the way and making sure to evaluate is the right time to close a door if it's becoming too burdensome. That's beautifully explained. Uh, thank you so much, Alakai, for answering that. And thank you so much, Ishita, for putting up a question. I really love when community members do participate in the podcast. So make sure, I, I say this to every listener out there, make sure to join the community and ask your questions. And believe me, no questions are silly. Okay, each and every question which you are facing in your life is the biggest question and all the questions are truly welcomed on this podcast. So make sure to ask your questions. So join the community. And that's that's the last message which I would like to give. However, uh, Alakai, I have this one request to make and... Uh, as I have already mentioned that in the initial part of this episode, and that is we might get to hear one of your originals from yourself. Uh, if you could sing for us, that would be just amazing. What, 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 what are your thoughts on that? I can do that. I can totally do that. <laughs> Wonderful. Please, please go ahead. Okay, I'll sing a song. But before I sing my song and we change subject, I just want to let you know, I'm Alakai Simone. Grab my book. There'll be links that will sent out. But you can go to conquermysummit.com and that's where you can contact me. My email's there. We've got um, links to the book or other worksheets and whatnot and ways to help you out You know, with the process of executing your own summit method and summit events. So check that out. Follow me on social media, Instagram or TikTok, Alakai Simone books. And I'd love to hear from you and see how everything's going. All right. But musically, I'll play you the introduction of my favorite song. <laughs> it's a tale told thousand times of them love and time racing down the course of life never given up through any strife it's a summer love through all seasons baby don't you know the reason love wow that was amazing uh and the way you sang it <laughs> that was so good uh, and I'm now eagerly waiting for your album to come out so that I can definitely listen to the entire song and also the listeners are very excited so make sure to let me know when the song is out and I'll put that in my community as well and people would be really excited to listen to your song as well absolutely so that's, <laughs> Thank that's <you>. really amazing <laughs> Although, uh, so this one will be the last 
question, Alikai, and this I ask to each and every expert who comes on this show. And first of all, thank you so much for singing and accepting that request. So huge amount of gratitude to you. Thank you so much. And the second, the, the question which I would like to ask is, if people wants to get connected with you in this virtual world of internet, how can they find you? Fantastic. So on the music side, I keep Alakai Simone as my both author name and my music name. So you can find me on, on Spotify and Apple Music and whatnot as Alakai Simone, if you're looking to find my music. And you can also find me from my, you know, mentoring and coaching and author world as Alakai Simone. I like to keep it simple. <laughs> but on social media, I separate those as Alakai Simone books, and Alakai Simone music, or just Alakai Simone. So follow me on either side, depending on what you're interested in. I like to do um, the a lot of posts here. I'm going to do some more lives on just some of my music and hopefully some lives on sharing messages on next steps, how to find you know, mental tools and your purpose and mental growth statements. So go on social media, give me a follow. I'd love that. And uh, if social media is not your game, just go to my website, www.conqueryoursummit.com. And there's all kinds of information there to help you out. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Alakai, for sharing that information. Uh, listeners, I know that's a lot, that's a lot to take in. So each and everything will be available in the description. So you are just a click away from Alakai Simone. Make sure to give her a follow. Make sure to send her the questions uh, as she is very much open to answer each and every one of them. So make sure to do that. And if you want to get her first reply, then make sure to mention that you have listened to her on Personality Development Podcast. Uh, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. And uh, if you feel that this episode and this podcast adds value in your life, then make sure to share it with your loved ones. This is Aditya Mehta along with Alakai Simone signing off from this episode. See you in the next one. Till then, peace.